Test one, test one. Fonger News live. Fonger News doing his first podcast. Where someone, when they need to be Instagramming me, putting this on my story, Fonger News doing his first podcast. Welcome to the Student Manager, the inaugural episode, other known as episode number one. The title, that's right, episode title, WIFM, W-I-F-M, Ready, Aim, Fire. What the fuck does WIFM stand for? What's in it for me? That's right. Why are you listening to me? What's in it for me? Ready, aim, fire. Let me tell you something about ready, aim, fire before I go on. Why do I call this first episode title ready, aim, fire? I was a sales manager. I've been in sales and leadership for the last 27 years. And one of the things I used to teach and train on is help my sales reps. So we would talk about ready, aim, fire. You need to go do this. You need to prospect. You need to go make sales calls. You need to follow up. So if you can imagine, Murph, turn around. Ready? You have a gun, right? Ready, aim. You think you're going to fire, but you're not going to fire yet. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me start again. Procrastination is where I'm getting at. Ready, aim. Fuck that shit. Just go do it, right? Just go do it. That's why this first title episode is with them, ready, aim, fire. I'm Michael Fong, former Division I student manager and purpose of this podcast, which is called The Student Manager, is to communicate knowledge, information, and my real-life experience to parents and students to help find schools that are a good match academically and personally with the college search and admission process. So in episode one, I'm going to tell you why you should listen to me, the former D1 college basketball student manager. I'll give you a 30,000-foot altitude version on the college search and admission process. So I want to thank our sponsor. That's right. I have a sponsor. Sponsor is Fonger News. That's the owner of the podcast of the student manager. That's my media and entertainment company, by the way. Disclaimer, real-life discussions that contain content, and it's clean. However, sometimes we're going to have some inappropriate language. I think I've already had some. So this is the week of July 1st, 2019. First-time listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome. But guess what? We don't have any returning listeners because this is the first episode. So before I talk about who the heck I am and why you should be listening to me. I'll tell you what, if you already haven't heard in the first 30 seconds, I got passion, I have hustle, I have energy, I'm going to bring it. I will bring it on every single episode. I will be organized. And if you can see already here, it's all about preparation. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. You know who said that? It's John Wooden, right? Wizard of Westwood. Yeah, I'm a college basketball junkie. That's why, well, first of all, have you ever seen a tall Asian, like maybe a six eight Asian? Probably haven't. Well, maybe some of them are in the NBA, but that's why I was our student manager because I probably wasn't athletic enough. A lot of my friends, I have a lot of friends in college. They'll say you're like a, a six eight black dude trapped in a five nine Asian body. That's me. I'm Blackanese. I got some other words too, like a chigger. Have you ever heard of a chigger? 
black and ease. We'll stop and leave it at that. So anyway, some of the things I've always wanted to do, have a radio show, be on CNN, do weather broadcasts. And I said, why not just do it here? That's why. Ready, aim, fire. Just go do it. Right? But why are you listening to me? I have my own title, the student manager. The reason why I had the student manager, one day I was listening, driving up to L.A. and listening to ESPNU. And I said, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. They have the radio shows like The Playbook, Full Ride, Off Campus, The First Team. So I said, if I ever had a radio show, it's going to be called The Student Manager. So here it is, episode number one. So you guys are probably wondering, like, who is Michael Fong? Who is the effing Fonger? That's my nickname, The Fonger. Fonger News. If you want to follow me, at Fonger News. But there's a reason why my podcast is called The Student Manager. So I'm going to give you a little background in history, why you should be listening to me, and what is a student manager, right? So in college, what I did, I probably hustled and worked harder than some of the student athletes on the team. A lot. Got there to practice maybe half hour, hour, hour and a half before. And when practice ended... I left like hour and a half, two hours. Did the laundry, mopped the floors, got all the locker rooms ready, did video, did tape, drinks, getting all those ready. It was a full-time job. That's right. So you're asking yourself what kind of podcast? Is this going to impact you? Is it going to make a difference? Is it going to inspire you to take action? Are you going to think about the college and search admission process any differently? My answer? Yes. So here's why you should listen to the student manager. I have visited over 100 college campuses. Most of these universities I have visited with my kids, family during the last 10 years. Five straight summer road trips. No wife. From 2010 to 2015, I think Maria, my wife, wanted to have a vacation on her own. Here I am taking these kids, schlepping them along the country, but we're going to visit colleges, having the time of our lives, sleeping in one-bedroom hotels. These beds were just bug rats, uh, swimming pools that had water, uh, that had plastic containers around the side of it, indoor pools, like we're from Southern California. We're from Newport Beach. We're going to middle America and going to visit colleges in the South, everywhere. So I'm a college junkie. I love college sports. I love visiting campuses and getting tours of athletic facilities, even if they're scheduled or not scheduled. And I'm going to share some of my experiences with you. So if you still don't believe me and why you should listen to me, I will start rattling off some of these schools and they're just going to come top of my head. So they might pique your interest. They might not. Let's start with the SEC. Nine schools I visited. Georgia, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, the real USC, not USC in Southern California. The real USC is the University of South Carolina and Columbia. Missouri, Florida, let's go to the ACC, all right? Tar Heel Country, Duke, North Carolina, NC State, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Syracuse, Notre Dame, University of Miami, 
All right, now we're just going through the Power Five, the Big Ten, Wisconsin, Wisco, Bucky the Badger, let's go. How about Sparty and Michigan State, Big Blue, Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern. Let's go down to the Pac-12, all right, Southern California. Of course, my wife, alumni at UCLA, USC, Washington, where my daughter's going, Colorado, Arizona, ASU, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Oregon State. You're, you're thinking I'm just like rattling off schools. No, these are campuses that I have visited. If anyone ever comes and asks me, what about this? What about this? What did you think about this college? I will give them my intel. All right. The Big 12, Iowa State, Kansas. That was one of the greatest campuses we visited out in Lawrence. Texas. I mean, you're in the state capital of Austin. How fun is that? What about Ivy League schools? So not that my kids are smart enough. At one point, we thought they were smart enough. I love you, Sophia and Julia. But I mean, Ivy League school is just a whole nother ballgame. But we visited Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Columbia, Penn. They ain't going there. So we kind of stopped visiting the Ivy League schools. And then you got the smaller Catholic Christian ones. Nova, Go Wildcats, Portland, USF, St. Mary's, LMU. USD, Pepperdine, Loyola, Chicago, Marquette, Tulane, the Zags. There's so many other ones, all right? I I'm, I've can rattle them off. Uh, Hawaii, Montana, Montana State. You got Utah State, UNLV, Nevada, Colorado State, College of Charleston, University of South Florida, DePaul, BU. You know what Boston University actually stands for? BU, but ugly. I got acronyms. I can tell you everything about every campus that I've been on. Denver, University of uh, Seattle, Seattle Pacific, and Washington University in St. Louis. What a great, great, smart academic university. So that's 72 colleges, and I'm not even mentioning the California schools ranging from D1, D2, D3, NIA. So have I got your attention yet? I'm asking my audience right now, right? You're just saying, God, this guy's just rattling off colleges. But hopefully that sparked your interest because not only during our visits, I met with college admission counselors and coaches and athletic directors. So it's not who you know, it's who knows you. And part of it just being prepared and the preparation of setting these trips up, which I'll get into, So another reason why to listen to the student manager, like I'm a foodie, I love food. I'm going to tell you where to eat, where to stay, and what are you going to do? What are you going to do on the campus? When we went on our road trips, we actually, the goal was to visit college baseball campuses uh, with basketball facilities, football facilities, but also to go watch major league baseball teams. I think my kids were going to say, Daddy, I've been to like 22 uh, baseball stadiums around the country. So I tried to book all that into my trips and I looked at schedules. So a lot of it is about preparation and failing to prepare. Uh, you, you, you just have to be disciplined and you have to be uh, prepared. So if that wasn't real life experiences to listen to, how about this final one? It's the reason for the title of my podcast the student manager. Now I'm going to introduce myself, kind of talk to you about my process because see, I grew up in Pleasanton, California. That's in Northern California. 
was raised by a single mom. We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't. We were poor. I needed financial aid. How was I going to get into college? My sister was going to Long Beach State already. I needed to find a way how I was going to get into college. I was not a superstar Division I athlete. Um, however, I knew there was a vehicle, a resource to help me get to college. And that was, why not be a student manager, right? Be part of something. And potentially, maybe I can get some financial aid from it. So I was the student manager at Long Beach State University down in Southern California. I went to Long Beach State, 1988 fall to 1992. I was on half scholarship, tuition and books, so that could be an episode in itself just on being a student manager. And my coaches at the time, it was Joe Harrington and Seth Greenberg. I'm going to tell you a story how I actually got to Long Beach State because in high school, I wasn't the smartest student. I had a 3.5. I wasn't in any AP classes, maybe a couple honor classes. Uh, my SATs, I'm very proud to say my SATs were uh, 710. I think I got 650 the first time, 710, 710. You get 400 freaking points for just putting your name into it. You know what a Prop 48 is? For those parents out there, maybe they're familiar back in the day, Prop 48, if you did not score over a 700 on the SAT, you were not eligible to participate in college athletics. You had to actually sit on the bench. So I joke with some of the players that were actually Prop 48s. I was a Prop 48 student manager. Actually, I barely passed. I got a 710. So anyways, in high school, again, 3.5, not the greatest student in terms of uh, going to maybe a potential university. I had to find an alternative. Where was I going to go? I didn't want to go to a community college. I wanted to go somewhere outside of uh, the Bay Area, and I said, maybe I can use this college basketball student manager as a potential vehicle. So I pulled up Sports Illustrated, and I pulled up Sports Illustrated, and I wrote down every, at, during the fall, they would have the top 20 teams in the nation, and I, I, I wrote down all the schools uh, that I wanted to go to, and at the time, there was UNLV, I think like North Carolina, there was like Kansas, and guess what? I wrote a letter. Well, actually, I used a keyboard and I typed a letter. So I typed a letter and no one helped me. And I just sent out letters to these coaches and I would see if anyone would respond back. And that was like my sophomore year. Uh, my junior year, I was, was it my junior or senior year? I was uh, being a aid for our high school coach and I come into a seventh period he said Fong some guy called coach Burr Greenberg he left a message call him back I'm like shoot that's my first <laughs> my first phone call from a coach so I called him back and he says if you're interested in being a student manager you can come down here and visit um, actually that wasn't the letter who I wrote my letter to it was to Rod Palmer uh, Rod Palmer actually got fired uh, in the spring after his dismal, miserable season. And uh, Seth Greenberg came from the University of Miami, and I think Joe Harrington came from the East Coast, and they brought this this tough, run-in-style uh, 
play to Southern California. They were going to recruit uh, these athletes from Southern California, and they were going to run up and down and press and score and really keep the pace of the game going. Well, that happened my senior year while I was following them. Uh, uh, but that's kind of what I kind of remember how I got to Long Beach. They called, and I said, you know what? That's pretty interesting because I didn't even write them a letter. But then in the summer, I still didn't know where I was going to go. Uh, my mom took us to visit uh, Fresno State, uh, UCLA, USC, UC Irvine, Long Beach State, Cal Poly Pomona. And we met some college coaches to be uh, the student manager. And then, of course, I said, you know, with my 710, barely passing as a Prop 48, where I'm going to narrow down my choices to. And it was between Fresno State, Long Beach, and UNLV. Those were the three schools that I was looking at. And I wrote college coaches. And I actually got responses back from all of them. And they all said, come, come visit our campus. So we went to go visit them. And at the end of the day, I decided on uh, Long Beach State. I think part of it because my sister was down here already and it was in Southern California. And I said, what do I want to do when I graduate from college? So that's a big thing I want you parents to think about and students that are listening. When you pick a college, you should be thinking about where are you going to be in four years? College only lasts four years. Well, for some people, it may last a little bit longer. They take that victory lap. Uh, but what market do you want to be? What city do you want to be? And me personally, maybe that's why I'm doing this podcast. I, I wanted to uh, be in the media market. My goal is to be a sports broadcaster. And I said, I want to be in Southern California. So why not go to Long Beach State? If I would have gone to UNLV, my high school coach said, well, what are you going to major in? Hotel management? I could have been working for some casino. And then if I would have gone to Fresno State, what was I going to do? Be a farmer in Central California where all the stinky cows are? So that's how I ended up at Long Beach. And it's the best decision I ever made. Today, my friends uh, keep in touch with some of my uh, teammates, uh, one I'm going to give a shout out to KC. He's a professional NBA referee now. And we keep in touch consistently. And when it's the offseason, I love golfing with KC. So KC, if you're listening, shout out to you, my brother. And Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou had a great 12-year career in the NBA and uh, owns a few businesses, car washes. And I still remember our stories of uh, he's a very quiet guy, but how he always was thinking about what was he going to do after college, his goal was to be in the NBA, which he did, but the NBA was only going to last for so long. So what was he going to do after? So you have to think about some of those things as you're going through the college process, right? You might be a student athlete. You just might be a normal student. You're deciding on where you're going to go. What are you going to do? And whatever your major is, it's probably going to change. So just Keep that in the back of your mind. My major did not change because I went in undeclared. And if you can guess what my major was, it was communications. Major was in communications. And my minor was broadcast journalism. I actually wrote for the Daily 49er, which was our school newspaper. I uh, interned at KTLA. I actually got a job at, at the time, it was called 710 Sports Talk Radio up in LA. 
and then I worked also, I did some little writing for the Long Beach Press-Telegram. And then Chris Roberts, who is the voice of the Long Beach State 49ers and the voice of UCLA, uh, introduced me to KMEN where he started. It was KMEN, 1090 AM in San Bernardino. So my goal was to be a sports broadcaster and a weatherman. So, oh my gosh, guess who just walked in? Marnie Pronger and her son, Van. Come here real quick, Marnie. The, the reason why I'm sitting in this fucking chair right now is because of... The woman, the legend. The myth, Marnie Pronger. Marnie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Yeah, can you believe you're you on my... You sound great. You're on my first episode. So, if you, uh, great to see you on my first episode. I want to say I want to give her props because she inspired me. You know, my episode's called Ready, Aim, Fire. Because I had a lot of ready and aims, right. and I just didn't fire until I was at your house on Sunday, and I said, you know what? You're right. Just fucking go do it. Just go do it. Nike. Just do it. Well, just do it. Yeah. Right? So feel free. I brought you something. I know. I'm sorry I'm late. You want to have a sip? I brought you something. Take that one. So uh, since this is not regulated by the FCC, we could do whatever we fucking want in the studio by Murph. You all know who Murph is, right? I got to do the tagline. Someday. <laughs> That's right. So we're kind of just talking about what's going to be on this podcast. And I mean, you are a parent. You have a senior at high school and you have a sophomore in high school. And kind of what we're talking about on Sunday night is just that college search admission process. And how it's difficult, and if you haven't been through that process, and I just recently gone through it with my daughter, but I I kind of compare it to, and before you came in, I was talking about my story of how tough it is now, but parents really don't know what's out there, and they don't have the opportunity to visit universities and actually experience it. So that's what I want to bring to my audience and my followers to help them. We started taking our kids when they were 10 and 9. Okay, so people are listening right now and go, 10 and 9, like, were they like super brilliant geniuses with the IQ of a doorknob? But no, they weren't really, they just came along with me because really Maria said, you're going on vacation for yourself. You're visiting college campuses. You're going to go check out these facilities, walk around these college towns, and then go watch baseball games. But here is a word of advice that my father-in-law gave me. Because he used to take my wife and, and, and Joe, my brother-in-law, on, on trips. And he said, every day, you better stop at 2 o'clock. And I go, stop at 2 o'clock? What are we doing? He goes, just go stop at the hotel, drop them off, let them go play and be kids and be in the pool. So every road trip, I remember going from St. Louis to Columbia, Missouri, to Kansas City, to Lawrence, Kansas. Every little stop, the longest drive I would probably have my kids in the car for was like, three hours because my goal was we're going to go in the morning, go visit a college campus. And we always would have lunch at the student union because I said, we're going to sit here. They're 10 and 11. And then they grew. I go, we're going to sit here and we're going to observe. We're going to see actually what kind of food this is on this college campus. So after we would eat in these student unions, I always remember, right? My father-in-law said, just make sure you, you, you just get the kids back somewhere by two o'clock. So they're swimming. So we would always go back to the hotels and we would swim. And then I would look up, I would literally look up Yelp 
and go find out um, places to eat. And I always wanted to find hole in the walls for my kids. Like I remember there's one in Columbia, South Carolina, and we'd call and say, is there reservations? And we would try and eat, if it was in the South, we would try and eat like Southern food. If it was in the Midwest, I remember Kansas City, we'd try and eat some barbecue food. And in one of the trips, we were in, we were in Ames, Iowa, because we were driving for more than two and a half hours. And I go, this is where we're going to stop. We're going to stop in Ames, Iowa. And the next morning, we're going to keep on continuing up the road. So uh, we'd pull into the hotel and I go, what's going on? They're like, are you guys in, in, in town for the state fair? I'm like, state fair? They're like, yeah, that's, that's the big state fair in Iowa. Everyone comes in. So that night, guess where we went? Unplanned. We went to the state fair. It was the best flipping state fair I've ever been to. Not that I've been to many state fairs, but we had so much fried, so much butter, so much just nasty Midwest American food. It was actually kind of amazing. Um, I don't know if you could show pictures on podcasts, but I have pictures of like all these trips. So as we get into these podcasts, I will bring these experiences up. And again, the reason my kids were going at nine, 10 years old, we've gone, it's not like, I went to 100 college campuses to visit because I wanted my kids to go to school and we saw these in the last two years. This was a process. That's the part of me being in sales and leadership for 27 years, right? And and we can get into more what companies and what I did and how I like where I am today. But sales gives you freedom and flexibility, okay? And with that freedom and flexibility, for five years, we went on the best vacations and I will always cherish and remember those times with my kids because we got to not only experience and bond with each other, but I told them, I said, you know, when you guys are in high school, whatever colleges you want to go visit again, and maybe you want to go there, we will go visit. And that has happened. And what I did not want to happen was my kids just get stuck in California now, we're fortunate, we're blessed, and I said, you know what? Hopefully they can go out of state. Both of my kids want to go out of state. Well, one of them is senior. Sophia just graduated OSHA, Orange County School of the Arts in Santa Ana, and she's headed up to the University of Washington this fall. But I think part of that was the experience that they had on these road trips, um, going out, staying in these hotels, eating the worst food, uh, I, my wife still talks about you'd come home from the trip and they their toothbrush would still be in the bag perfectly clean or some of their clothes would be perfectly clean. Um, we always had a joke about uh, let, let's air dry. They're like air dry. Yeah, just just rehash it. Just put your used clothes on the air conditioner. We'll go do something for a couple hours. We'll blast it around 50, 55 degrees and that would like clean and wash the clothes because sometimes we couldn't find a washer dryer. But that's part of the preparation and planning. I would find these hotels that had a washer, embassy suites. I'd always find embassy suites and try and stay in one halfway through the trip. So uh, this is just kind of the real life experiences that I'm going to share with you. Um, my goal uh, with these podcasts is to uh, bring you different situations and, and real life scenarios where you can say, you know what? Maybe I should try that or, or you know, maybe he's helping me save some time and just making an impact and a difference. So those are my expectations with the student manager. It's going to be a weekly process. All right. Some upcoming episodes. We'll, we'll give the uh, little teaser. Some upcoming episodes will have um, my most recent 
experience and process with Sophia going to the University of Washington. Again, it's a part-time job. Yes, parents, it's a part-time job. And it's about sales, right? You got to be aggressive and you have to reach out and do a lot of work. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, different things. We'll bring on different people. But I've enjoyed my first podcast, episode one, with them. Remember, it was with them, W-I-F-M, what's in it for me, ready, aim, fire. Uh, episode one and just enjoying uh, talking about some of my experiences. I can go on forever, uh, especially being a speech communication major. And it was a great having Marnie, a surprise visit. Uh, you probably set that up, Murph, because I didn't tell her I was doing this, but she inspired me to come out here. And it was great having her and kind of badgering back and forth. So that's going to wrap it up for episode number one of the student manager with them. What's in it for me? Ready, aim, fire. I want to thank our sponsors. Well, actually, it's only one sponsor. Fonger News. Fonger News took the opportunity and the risk for this podcast to be out here, the student manager. So thank you very much. We're always looking for new sponsors, but the best and one and only at Fonger News on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And I definitely look forward to having you guys come back and we're going to see where this goes. You know, we'll look back on this. Maybe in two or three years, we're going to look back on that Thursday night, June 27th. Sugar Ray in the house. Sugar Ray, got to give my boy props, Murph. And that's it. And as I sign out with Fonger News, I got to do it. Fonger News out.